I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll be honest, the reason, I, I just went to the come off social media and all that was going on. Because obviously you face pressures as an artist of so people want new music. People want to know what's going on. And I, I didn't want to talk about none of that because I was going through what I was going through. Good afternoon to my brother Youngin. What's goody? How you doing, my bro? Good man. Here, brother. Here, can't complain. Long time. It's been a while, actually, isn't it? Has it been a while, bro? It's been a minute, bro. Um, first off, I want to say welcome back to the music game, bro. You've been you've been missed. <laughs> Get me, you've been missed, man. Thank you, bro. But um, when's the last time we sat down, bro? How many how many years ago was it? I think maybe four or five years ago, maybe. Nah, it was because we, we did that even in the DL office, isn't it? Is this a DL? No, no, no. We did no. We did that in Sony, Sony and the yeah. first one we did was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd say about four. Yeah, about four years ago, maybe 2018, 17. Yeah, it's mad, bro. Long time ago, man. It's crazy. And you know, I, I, I totally respect. You. I remember it was like it must have been about a year and a half ago. And even though I know this project's in the album. I remember you put up a IG post. You said, "Look, no matter what, whenever I do my projects, I'm gonna sit down with Amru and oh, get sure. me that." So I was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I appreciate it, man." But um, no, I meant that. I meant that. I don't. I don't. I don't really like. I don't really like. How can I explain? I find it hard to talk like that. That's why I do a lot of the talking in my music. So I find it hard to actually sit down and talk to people. But I think every time I've sat down with you, it's just been a, a, a good flowing conversation, man. And then I, I like when I watch your other stuff and see you sit down with people, I just feel everyone feels that same way. Yeah. That comfortability, man. So, yeah, I respect that highly. No, I respect it. And I, I, I'm going to start off with, um, we're going to talk about the project. We're going to talk about, talk about passionate. Yeah. You know, when I got sent the um, the track, like I didn't even, li- I didn't even clock the thing at the end. I was thinking like, this song's dope. Love, then I heard it, I was thinking, I was thinking, well, I swear I know that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, so let's just talk about passionate and um, yeah, just like the studio session and just what you wanted to get off your chest on that record. Yeah, that that record. Um, a fun fact, actually, I actually uh, wrote that over another beat. I actually wrote that over like I won't say what beat I wrote over, but I wrote that over another beat. Um, just so I was listening to a tune, and I was like, "Yo, like I want my intro." to sound like this, like to have this feel of the production and stuff like that. And um, it was very important for me, for my intro to be passionate, to be called passionate. At this time, I didn't know that the project was gonna be called Passionate and Paranoid, but it was very important for me for the intro to be called Passionate um, because that's how I just have, I've been feeling the last three, four years, like how driven and how passionate I've been about this thing and and how my passion sometimes overweighs everything else, you know what I mean? So as soon as I heard that beat, I was like, no, I'm writing over this. And then that's how it happened. I ended up writing it, going and laying it. And then I got in with ADP and I was like, yeah, bro, I kind of, he said, bro, I don't remake beat. Like, <laughs> he was a bit, but um, yeah, he, he, he chopped it up and just, yeah, it was perfect, bro. It was perfect. Why did you put the, um, 
the outro, what 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 resonated with you about using the cadet sample? Um, that that whole that whole interview, man. He was he was the same things that that was hitting me. I felt like it was me talking, and that I don't even want to call it that sit down. They're not yeah. even an interview. That that sit down. Um, like I said, obviously I I watch majority of your stuff, especially with the artists I respect as well. So, um, and I I had had that in my head, that that line he said from before he even passed. I had that that line in my head, like, like yeah, no, I want I want to put that on the song. Do you know what I mean? And it just fit, it just fit, man. Yeah, man. Also, what um. Just like, what was your relationship with Cads? People don't know us. We went to the same school. Oh, for real? Yeah, we went to the same school, man. So I've known him a lot of my life, bro. A lot of my life. He was a year above me in school. Um, so we wasn't like, I wouldn't say we was friends in school, but we, we obviously knew each other. Um, he was very popular in school. I was popular in school. Um, so we'd see each other, hail each other up, like whatever. we see each other outside schools. It was cool, man, but... Yeah, we started from school, was cool. And then obviously, as I become closer to Crept and Conan, um, he was he was always around, you know. So we become like proper close. And then when we, yeah, just, just like, obviously we was both on a come up really at the same time, you know. So he would always like hit me. I, I probably would say like, maybe I started bubbling a bit before him. And he would hit me like, bruv, I love what you're doing, man. Just, you know what cadets like, bro, man. Always showing him the most love, man. And, um, yeah, we had a good relationship, bro. I'm just blessed that we got to do something together. We never ever worked together until just before he passed. And um, when we done the I Love It remix. Yeah. That's the that's the I'm just blessed I got to do that before. I actually had um in my mind when I done my album, I was gonna put a song on there called Chestnut Grove. So obviously that's the school we went to. And I was yeah, I was just gonna do that Chestnut Grove put Cadet on it. Um that was always <laughs> something like I just had it in the, my vision, do you know what I mean? Never got to happen, but I'm glad we got to make a tune together, man. And just, just kind of brief on that, like, how did you react to when you found out he passed? Like, yeah, it was, it was mad, bro. It was mad because I, I woke up, I saw it on Instagram. Obviously, it was, it was first thing in the morning when I think whoever was controlling his page posted it, and I thought he was joking. Cause you know, Cadet, he does these, he does these. Does he? I figure oh, he's gonna come and do the maddest freestyle now. And obviously, first thing I did, I, I hit crept. Obviously, I can't even imagine what he was feeling. He was away at the time, innit? So everyone must have been hitting him. And they hit him, and he was just like, "Yeah, it's true, bro." I was like, "What?" Like, yeah, I, I was in shock, man. I was in shock, man. And we, we me and Kid had just spoken maybe about a couple of weeks before that. So yeah, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was a. Bad time, bro, man. No, hundred man. It was, it was that whole time, like, and I said it even when we was, um, I was helping out the, the short documentary I was doing. That whole time was weird, bro. Yeah. It was a weird that that evening was definitely a weird. Cause I spoke to him a couple hours before he passed, mm. and it's the first time I felt it's weird, but I felt like I wasn't talking to him. It actually felt like, that, bro. I never felt that before. Mm. That's my bro. So when it happened, and I remember when I was talking to his mom, his grandma, everyone on that evening. Felt something strange, so yeah, it was just mad. But um, but even not to go into your situation, like it's been, boy, I don't even know how you would say challenging, mm -hmm. crazy. Um, your last twelve months, man. Like just as of now, how are you 
holding it together with all the the hurdles you've had to overcome? Boy, do you know what I've I've I'd say in the last maybe four or five, three or four months, I'll say, I just, it's, it's it, I, I, I know I might say this and it might come in the wrong way, but it's, it's life. It's, I've realised now I had to take myself out to go, yo, this this is life and this is what happens in life. I mean, we, we lose people, do you know what I mean? And I know like me losing my brother, losing, losing one of my close friends or me losing my granddad, like they, none of them would want me to just be down and just self-destruct, you know? So I've had to keep that in my mind. Also like, um, I'm a, I'm a big part of my family, you know what I mean? So I've just always had to, I've had to hold it together for that, for my mum, et cetera, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard, I'll be honest with you, man. But yeah, it's life. We, we got to get on with it. We got to crack on. We got to make sure their names live. We got to make, my brother's obviously got kids and, and stuff like that. So we just got to just keep going, man. Keep going, bro. Yes, and I think when those type of things happen, it sounds a bit weird for me to say, having to also bring that to social media, does that, does it help? I'm not saying you have to bring it, but mm. people become aware of what's going on. I'll be honest, the reason, I, I just wanted to come off social media when all that was going on. Because obviously you face pressures as an artist of so people want new music. People want to know what's going on. And I, I didn't want to talk about none of that because I was going through what I was going through. When my brother died, um, I put it on social media, but the main reason I put it on social media, obviously I've got a massive family in Liverpool and people that I don't talk to every day, but because I'm the direct, I'm me, I'm on social media, people felt, they were, I was getting messages on my pictures like, is it true? Like these times I hadn't posted it yet or I hadn't said anything. So I, when I when I said it, I said it to that. I'm not explaining myself to everyone. Like I have a massive family. My mum has six kids. You know what I mean. So, but everyone was coming to me. I felt like I was the person that. So when when I let people know about my brother, it was more to let people know like, yo, this is what I'm going through. Let let people know that was like close family friends or yes, it's true. Now please just leave me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. So when I went to social media with that, that was that. And my friend as well. Like, it, it's more to just let people know what you're going through, man, because it, as a, you're an artist and people want you to record music, people want you to put out music, people want videos, people are like, what happened to you, bro? Do you still make music? Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a human being and I'm going through real life situations like the rest of us. I know a lot of people lost people in the last few years. Do you know what I mean? With everything going on. So yeah, it was just more of that, man, just to let people know, like, look, I'm going through shit. I'm not, I don't want no sympathy. It's not like that, but let people know that that's why I haven't been so active or whatever. Yeah, it's, um, it's mad, bro. Because I remember when I was seeing it on that, I was thinking, mate, it, it just felt like they were just like, not like the first one you're thinking, okay, but then it's, and you start thinking, like, what's going on, bro? Mm. What's your perspective now then? Like, cause, and what I mean by that is to lose, these aren't people that were, you were expecting to lose. Mm, so like, what's your perspective? Does it make you a bit more anxious? Like thinking, right, like literally at any moment, it, you never know. Do you yeah. Get me? But yeah, it's, when, when, when we lost, cause we lost my friend first. Um, and when we lost my friend, it was like, it was weird. It was actually a weird day because I just moved into my new yard and all of my friends was there. Like we was all together. Not that saying that's rare, but it was all at my house. And then my phone rang. My 
my boy Ham, his phone rang at exactly, exactly the same time our phones rang and we just knew where it was. Because he was ill, my friend was ill. Um, and like, we just knew where it was. And it was just like, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a weird time, bro, man. It was just a weird time. And then when my brother died, that was the biggest shock ever because there was nothing wrong with him. Do you know what I mean? There was actually nothing wrong with him out of nowhere, bro. Like, my mum gets a call saying he's been rushed into hospital. We're like, what? Like, we don't know what's going on. We don't know where it is. Two days later, he passes away in hospital. My mum has COPD at the, the COPD. I don't know what people know what that is, but that's like a lung disease. Okay. So this is in the height of COVID. So my mum's not even allowed to go to the hospital to see her son. Do you know what I mean? And then I'm having to deal with that and trying to comfort my mum, which was crazy, bro. Like trying to tell her it's okay and it's not okay. Like I'm trying to grieve, you get me? I've got five other brothers and sisters, four other brothers and sisters that are going through the same thing. It was hard, bro. It was madness. You don't expect it, do you know what I mean? So now, like, it's just, I've lost people before, but it's just, it happening like that, just opening my eyes to life, it, it can be gone at any time, you know, so. Yeah, it's mad, bro. But were you able to talk to him towards the hospital? He, he wasn't, wasn't. For the moment he he left, it was funny because his, his missus told us <laughs> um, he didn't want to go to hospital, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever happens. Basically, a lot of people don't know, he died of bacterial pneumonia. Um, they obviously first thing was like, is he, has he got COVID? This is in the height of COVID. So he tested negative for COVID, um, but he had bacterial pneumonia. But when he was, he was like, I don't want to go to hospital. And, um, but he couldn't breathe in the house, bro. Like he couldn't breathe. Um, and <laughs> the last thing he said to his missus was, oh yeah, I'm taking my iPad because I've got to make sure I watch the Liverpool game tomorrow. <laughs> that was the last thing he said. So that happened. And then I think in the, in the ambulance, it, he just wasn't good, bro. And then when he went in, uh, they put him into into an induced coma. Um, and obviously it was crazy. It was so, all this is so crazy because one of my close, close friends year before that had a mad accident and nearly died and he was in a coma for like six weeks. So before, if, if my brother just went into an induced coma, I'd be like, I would have been going mad. Like, because once that happens, you think there's no way out. But my friend went through that and come out and he had a liver transplant his life. He was okay, do you know what I mean? So I'm saying to my mom, no, it's cool. Like, he's been through it. We're, we're good, man. Like, he's going to make it through. But yeah, man, he's just, his lungs was failing. His, all his organs were just failing, bro, man. So, but it was just, we didn't know why. It was just, but yeah, still still now, it doesn't make sense. But It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I think also, one, I, what I've always looked at you as, um, I don't know if this is the right thing. Cause I don't know your family dy dynamics. Mm. Are you the head of the house? Do you see yourself as the? Um, yeah, yeah, in a way. Like, uh, I'm the youngest out of my mom's kids, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, uh, yeah. In in a way, I'd say on the head of my, house. my big brother, the one that not the one that passed. I got another big brother. He he always be <laughs> the big man in my, in my fact to me anyway. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't say I'm the head of the house. I just yeah. But you know, because obviously, like. Yeah. It's similar to what Cadillac's like. The, the the music industry shows a lot of what can be made of financially. Course. So it's almost yeah. like if there's a problem, sometimes it goes to no, no, no. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely that. Person the responsibility, I should say, like, yeah, yeah, I am that person in my in my family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It must it must be more motivating for you now because obviously, as you know, you have to. You're 
you're definitely going to be looking after your, is it, is it nephews? Yeah, nieces. Nieces and nephews, yeah. yeah. So he must make mu music. It's almost like it has to work, isn't it? Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. And my brother, like, so my older brother, he was, um, he was mad, mad proud of man, but he was like, he was just a comedian, isn't it? So he's like, he just, he's always say to me, oh yeah, you're on the YouTube. The numbers are crazy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're actually like, you're actually quite famous, isn't it, bro? Like, you're actually like, but he's always make a joke out of it. But he would always message me like, I'm mad proud of you, bro. Like, or you say to my mom, like, proud of him, you know, like proper proud of him. So that that means the world to me as well. That's why I could never probably stop, quit making music. Cause just knowing that I made my big brother proud that I looked up to you. And do you know what I mean? Made my other brother proud, made my sisters proud. That's that's all that matters really. So yeah. You ever think about quitting about quitting music or just jacking it in? Um no, I nah, I wouldn't say I've I've thought about it. Not because I don't think I'm good enough to still make music at all. Um, just just through just politics, as as you know, this 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 music game is it's a beautiful thing, but there's also a lot of things that people don't see. Um, I would never, I never want to be that guy that comes and says what, like, you know, ah, this is what's going on. I don't want to ever be that guy, but there's times that it gets really frustrating. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's made me want to quit, but it's made—it's definitely disheartened me, I'd say. So is there anything you could pick up that you could speak on without making it even more political? Anything I could speak on? Yeah. That... Just just, just in general, just like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I've always been able to do what I want, but sometimes uh, maybe I don't share the, the, people don't share the same vision or you don't get the same backing. And like I said, I'm someone, I'm I'm very like, I do everything myself, bro. Like when I when I say that, I'm very hands-on. So I don't think, I give people the chance to, but I'm very hands-on. I know what I want. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I feel like just, yeah, just sometimes it, I can't say anything about it being political, yeah. but like, yeah, it's just, it's, when you uh, look at it like this way, when you, when you start making music and you start rapping, you're just rapping for fun, isn't it? Yeah. And then it becomes a business. But you're just still, I'm still that person that just rapping for fun. Do you know what I mean? I still want to be the coldest. I still want to make the biggest tunes. Like I've been blessed. I always say this, I've been blessed that a lot of the records I've made have been massive club songs. So I get to go and perform it in front of thousands of people every week. Like, do you know what I mean? And, and getting that love and, and that reaction back. And so when all that, like, like COVID, for example, COVID happening, like, I'm not being, I'm not able to perform, but I've always performed. So that's that that was weird for me. So even like, yeah, just do I put out a project during COVID? Mm. Everyone's like, oh, what's what's happened to you? Nothing's happened to me. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You want me to put out a project and not being able to perform it? I, I don't want to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? But then sometimes, oh, but you should put out a project because but I want to be able to perform it. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you know what I mean? So it's little stuff like that, bro, Like to be honest with you. Okay, I'm, I'll ask a question. You don't have to answer. Did the label want you to put our projects in, in the pandemic? Um, I think the label didn't know what to do. That's like the rest of everyone else. Yeah. To be honest with you, like it was a pandemic, and I I, I dropped the song with M twenty four, at the at the start of the pandemic. Like we shot that video. I think it's a lot now. A week later, so even putting into that, putting out that that song, it's like should we put it out? Should we not put it out? All right, let's put it out. And see what happens. Because I thought that's like that was you're you're coming back. But there was meant to be. Mm. It's meant to be the start of, like, and that was just a. Tune that happened, you get me, M24, man's known him for years, you get me, like, it was meant to be, he was flying at a time, done a record, it was meant to be that, and I was just meant to go, like I'm going now. Mm-hmm. But then at the start of the pandemic. So if I just carried on going, and then everything's closed, all the buildings are closed, you know how it goes, like, all the buildings are closed, like, Who's gonna? Are we putting? Where are we putting this on Spotify? Where the Apple Music? What are we doing? Are we shooting videos? I couldn't even shoot a video, bro. Like yeah. me being signed to a record label as well. It's yeah. It, they need insurance to shoot videos, and that that's what I mean. So there's like, without it being when I when I say it's political, it's not just political. It's like our oh, label's not letting me do anything. Not like that. But they're a record label. They're a business. I, but I want to shoot a video. But they need to be insured insured to shoot this video. And we're in the middle of a pandemic, so. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's a lot, a lot of stuff that people don't see. So people are just like, "Why are you not shooting videos?" Oh, well, I actually really can't. No, bro, it's actually uh, <laughs> I, I, I can speak to that because, <laughs> bro, we had situations where the label was saying, "Bro, they were actually asking artists to film themselves." They had this, bro, <laughs> major label. Can't say the name, bro. They sent us a manual, yeah, yeah. and they want the artist to self, bro. Like literally, they were gonna <laughs> put po- no, bro. After dinner, I'll show you. Yeah. It's like you post the there was like you post the camera, you leave the camera at the door, then you get like someone was in the car, like watch the monitor. The artist has to shoot in their own house, like bro, because like it's like as you're saying, they can't get any like um, clearances. People you know, done it amazing. Sorry to cut you on. You just put it. The young Bane uh, table yeah, for table two. Yeah, table for two. Yeah, that, was, that, that was brilliant. That one though. was sick. Yeah. That one was sick. Like great concept, but. Like it's saying, and these are the hurdles that one has to do because obviously G was telling me about the idea for Table Two. I was yeah. thinking, there is a level of autonomy to an extent with yeah. them, but it's just almost like, bro, it, you're right, bro. But once Bane does it, I can't then do that same thing, or this person can't do that same thing. That was the one concept. Yeah, <laughs> the one thing that you can do, and he got it first, and bro. He, and he got it first, bro. Like, so it it, it was mad. Like even like Bane dropped the project during, uh, like, and that was lit. Yeah. But bro. Me, I'm a man, I want to perform my stuff, bro. And I didn't get to perform Project Purple as well, which was... That was also a hard project. Thank you. So I, I was like, I was just, I was like, there's no chance on earth I'm putting out a project now. And um, But the label wasn't pushing for me to put out a project. But it was just like, what do we do? I'm like, well, you tell me, like, what, what am I meant to do? Like, I'm, okay, cool, I can go and make music. That's fine. I'll go and record music, whatever. But, but what happens then? 
Like, do you know what I mean? How are we putting it out? What's what's the plan? But I think this has never happened before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This this has never happened before. So I'm not mad at the label. I'm not mad at anyone. But we was all, I think, in like, what the fuck did we do? Some people was extra creative. A lot of the independent artists went and strived because they're, they're going to shoot the videos anyway. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? They're going to, yeah. do you get what I mean? So I see certain, man. I remember we some like label meetings and um, internally and what the artist was like, yo, but I saw millions shoot a video in Africa. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but he's independent. They're like, bro, like literally there was a, there was mm. a ban. Like you couldn't shoot any videos. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's and then, and then this is what I'm saying. This is what the people don't see. This is what the fans don't see as well. Like to them, but DBE, mm -hmm. I shot 20 videos. Young and you haven't shot nine in two years. What's going on? It's not that I'm not making music. Like, it's just like, I actually physically can't unless I pay for it myself. But then that doesn't make sense. Why am I, why am I signed to a record label if I'm paying for my own videos to give the money? Do you get what I mean? It doesn't make sense. And then you still can't perform them songs. They, and then they... you still can't perform the songs. And it's like, it's to me, anyone knows me, bro. Anyone that knows me should know it's never about the money with me. Like, it's never been about the money with me. Like I'm here. I want to make music. I enjoy it. I love it, like, but if it was about the peas, I'd have just dropped the project, dropped how many projects I needed to, like, do you know what I mean? Like, but it's not, it's not about that. But what I was gonna ask you is, um, I think when's the last time I saw you perform? Me, I think it was was it Shepherd Bush? Shepherd, yeah, Shepherd Bush, maybe. Yeah, that was a zoo, bro. Thank that you. was a zoo. Thank and you. you know what? I think that's my f no, that was I think my first time going to your own headline show. Okay, shit. And I remember, I was thinking, I could see how your music actually, bro. You got energy on stage, bro. And I could, I could actually, when, like when you know, fans will know, or people in the industry will know. You go to, you go to the shows, and you look at like who's the kind of people who are coming, and then you look at how engaged they are. Mm. Bro, I was like, I think I was in like the first, the first tier, whatever it is. Mm. But it was jumping, yeah. it was jumping, and that's the part that I think. Also, I think I don't know, apart from you being actually a talented lyricist, I don't know if people give you. The yeah. props for your your, your live show. I, I don't, don't but then sometimes I look at that, is that my fault? Because I maybe I don't film it. I don't film it. I don't film it enough. I have filmed it and my footage has disappeared, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know it what happens, I mean? Yeah. Like if I if I was documenting like my life, like because that's something I take very seriously, um, the live, because I yeah, I just think I think live's so important. I hate I see Get saying this the other day, bro. I hate going to shows, see my rapping over their their actual song, bro. That pisses me off, bro. Like, and not not just saying UK, I'm talking about everyone, bro. I see Americans doing it. Like, bro, why are you rapping over the the the, the actual version? Like, yeah. bro, come no, on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, At least have a PA, like. Yeah. But I see Get said it the other day. I was thinking, brother, no, bro, I feel the same thing, bro. It, it's mad. I think it's so important to like. Yeah, man, to you gotta give them an experience, bro. You know. Do you know also, bro, like I the, the, the it's weird, bro, because I do know you, but mm. I understand when people think, yo, where's Young? Mm. Like it's, it's 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 no point. It's like where's Wally? Like, where is he? Like, yeah. like a year's gone past. And then when we were just speaking before, and you're like saying you haven't dropped an album, and then you've been signed since 2015. Mm. I was just like, bro, I didn't even contextualize. That yeah. like that's going on seven years, seven years bro. Yeah, yeah. Seven years, and it's what? Is it two EPs or is it two? Is it one? How many projects have you? I've done one under label. One. Mm. I've done Project Purple. That's it. 
So you do understand how the fans view No, for the, sure, yeah. for sure. But does, that, does, but does that frustrate you? Because obviously, like I know there's things we don't want to talk about, why things take a bit longer, but does it yeah. kind of frustrate Because you can't be like, yo guys, this is the, it's not me. Yeah, 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 it does frustrate me. You know what frustrates me the most? I, I, I've seen this a few times actually, or people have actually said this to me in person, like, bro, I ain't heard of you since 2016. Oh, bro, are you crazy? I went platinum 2017. I ain't, are you taking a piss? Like, but then I realized that when I come into the game, I was like at, at ground doing all the freestyles, doing covers, dropping tunes every month, bro. So if I'm dropping one single every three months, and maybe they, people know Bessie's my record, but you can just hear that and not have to be a fan or have to be following me to know oh yeah, that's a young and tune. Do you know what I mean? Or no, yo, this is massive across the country or in the world or you don't actually have to be engaged. Unless I'm online talking all the time or I'm dropping freestyles or you're not going to be engaged. So I'd understand now why people are going, yo, we ain't heard of you since, we ain't heard nothing from 2016 because they ain't heard me going crazy since maybe 2016, dropping all the time. Sometimes you get into... When you have a song as big as Bestie, there's a pressure to have another massive song. You don't think after you have a record like that, oh yeah, let me go and drop a freestyle or let me go and rap over a Drake beat and all like You don't think like that. It's just natural. You don't. You just try and follow it up, you know? Is that like, you don't actually think that or the label don't actually think that? The label definitely don't think like that. Yeah. But I just think even in me in the time, I just wanted to keep keep it, keep the momentum going what with that with that type of sound, but th but then this is what I'm saying. You you get I don't I don't want to say I got caught up in it, but for example, like I said to you, I said to you off camera, that my song with Mr. Easy all night that was finished before Bestie, mm -hmm. yeah. But people wouldn't know that that come after Bestie. But originally, the label didn't push that as a proper single. They were just like, okay, cool, we'll do this one before we do the record I did with Jess Glenn, mm -hmm. but. Really, if I just dropped the Mr. Easy tune, dropped another tune, dropped another tune, there would have been momentum, bro, to go into. But it doesn't, and you know, record label, it doesn't work like that. They want a campaign. They want three months or however long. Do you get what I mean? So, you, so then you're in that. And then especially when the song's doing well, like Bestie, they, like you're trying to get every last bit out of it. Do you know what I mean? And obviously I'm grateful. It's my biggest song. Changed my life forever. But like... Yeah, if I if I could go back now, I would I would have just kept kept on releasing. I wouldn't have changed what I released, but I would have just kept on releasing. Yeah, because I remember when I heard the Mister. I remember we did speak around that time, but when I heard the Mister Easy tune, I thought, ah, they tried to follow up best. Like I felt that like it was made purposely. No, 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 no. I remember no, now. Any of you said that? Like, nah, this was. That's again. Yeah, no, no, no. Do you get me? But at the time, you got to remember, bro. A lot of people don't see this as well. Like, at the time, that sound was in. So every producer you get in with, they're trying to make that, that sound. Yeah, Bestie was purposely made. Me and ADP sat down and we went, let's listen to all of these. We need to find something to fit in this time. Just, just, just to fit in this era of the notes and the Young Banes, the Kojo Funds, like Jay Haas. Like, mm -hmm. let's find something to fit now. Do you know what I mean? We made Bestie. I made Bestie, finished Bestie. The whole song, I did my own hook on it, everything. Then was like, who can we get on this? Let's send it to Bane. I wanted to put Bane on it because he was up and coming. He was fresh. No one was using him. 
then like no one, when I mean using him, no one was like going, and I saw the star in him. Like, yeah, he's a star. He was a, this, he was a star. And I was like, he's the one. He's definitely the one. Sent it over without my hook. My hook was so bad. Thank God that that never come out. Yeah, but someone needs to leak that. Yeah, <laughs> I sent it over without my hook. And he, and, he, and he just killed it, bro. Killed it, killed it. Then I brought him on tour and we was hustling how you would hustle independently. I brought him on tour. We was performing that on tour before it was out. Yeah. People didn't know that. We was performing that. So Young Bears put me on tour. Every show, we was performing Bestie. So the fans knew the song before the song was out. My actual fans, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So when that song come out now, that's why it made it. So when people say, oh, that song's a commercial record, bear in mind, I never really done it. I did take my number, but I never really done a girl tune like that before. Because you know, that's the part of people think they just make, they, but I think you get a lot of labels stuck in you that don't even actually add up. Like no, Young, just, Young just makes girls tunes. And it's like, Bro, I've already made like four girl tunes in my whole career. You know, like four or five girl tunes, like, maybe more. But like that label stuck with me like, and that label started with me from straight away after I done Bestie. These times I had Bestie take my number, that was it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's weird, man. Bro, what, what's, up, bro? what's the name of the, of the tune? I forgot the name. I'm terrible names of songs. The tune you did with Dappy on... Um, Comfortable. Was that before Dappy did... No. Hit, was that before he did Oh My? Was that before he did Oh My? No. It was after. Yeah. But that period then, I remember, because I remember when obviously Oh My came, but then I remember when that song started to go off, mm. And I'm just trying to do the timelines in my head, yeah. It seemed like you guys were a bit surprised how well it was doing. Or maybe people in the back end didn't think the song was gonna do as good. I don't know. I just remember at the time like it was growing, it was it was doing numbers, and I thought everyone was surprised by it. I don't know. That's just That's I'm funny you say that, because I I felt that I felt that song was a big song straight away. No, nah, it's a big song. Yeah, I felt that song, that that song, we'll go into it, but like so off Project Purple, I knew, I, okay, the reason I done Project Purple, yeah, I didn't want to give people a project, an EP, because I had to do how my deal was structured. I had to do a project before I'd done an album or a mixtape or whatever. I had to do an EP first. I could have easily have just done Bestie, Take My Number All Night, uh, Intimate Craig David, Jessica Mind It, put it on an EP. I didn't want to do that yeah, for, for, my, yeah. for, my, for my actual supporters. I wanted to give them new music, bro. I didn't want to put things that they've been hearing over the last two years together just to get to the next stage of my deal. I didn't think that that's fair. Like, do you know what I mean? To the supporters. Uh, in hindsight, maybe I should have just done it at the time, but we was on a, we were just following the momentum, you know what I mean? Or singles. But um, when I done Project Purple, I knew Comfortable was the record. That was, I just knew it was like, and then off the back of Dappy coming back and flying, and I just knew it was, bro. Like it just, it just felt good. And then it come out, and um, straight away, obviously, it come out. People was talking about it. I remember, so I think it might have been Jay London from Capital Extra. He hit me, and he was like, "Bro, this is it. I think this is this is the one that you that you needed. I think this is it. I think that I don't know if that many words he said it, but he basically said that." And I remember thinking, I remember Wretch hit me like, yeah, like we're, yeah, we're here. Um, or, not in that many words, but you know, like that's basically, and I felt like, yes, like this is, this is a record I wanted. And I, and I, and I felt it from before it went out, you know? And then I, I don't know what happened. It's like it, it grew, don't get me wrong. The song's done amazing, 10 million views on my own channel, but I don't think it went 
how best he went. But that's what I was saying because I felt, that, okay, bro. Again, because this is this is a what? But this was around what January, February. January, yeah, yeah. January. But I just remember, like, I can never pinpoint it. But I remember feeling either, and I'm not putting on a label. I'm, I'm not. Cause I don't know. I, I, mm. I don't work for Sony. But I felt like it felt like it was. It did better than what everyone thought it was gonna do. Mm. But it's not bestie, so it's. It's yeah. mid-table, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a great yeah, song, yeah. but it's almost like, yo, listen, like it's like January window, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bam, you got to go and go get Diaz. You get me? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Get me, like 100%. to keep the momentum, bro. Yeah. Because I remember that, bro. That everyone was the hook. Mm. Everyone was on it. I remember the video, everything, bro. So I just felt like that moment there, and I think for me as a as a as a fan, I felt okay. I think not. There's a disconnect, but there's we've got. We've seen it before. We have songs that are seen to be bigger than the artists. Mm. Notes, Addison Lee, Rams, Barkin, whatever. And then there's the follow-up and it's almost like for the artist to still be felt like that, you have to show that he's still mm. in that vein. Even if the numbers aren't, because the fans aren't going to know if it's like 10 million, 20 million, but they still go look like, yo, we're, we're pushing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. And I, that's why I just felt, I felt like uh, it, it felt like it was a, a, a rush a little bit in terms mm. of the music was good, really good. And I liked it, bro. I'll be real, I'll talk to you like now, nah, bro. Yeah. I was telling some of my friends, like, bro, I'm a big young and fan. Cause you bro, you. you know, you remind me a little bit of um okay, I make I'm not gonna get slaughtered, but you're like um all right, let's just put it like this, like the crep, the conans, the, the like bro, you don't waste a bar. Yeah, no. You don't waste a lyric, you don't waste a verse. Mm-hmm. I say it's that whole Jada Kiss mentality. Man's mm-hmm. never dropped a poor record. I remember the tune you did with um what's the tune with my guy? Um you say, uh, uh, dun, dun, dun. Well, I'm not going to sing it, hold on. Mm-hmm. this week. Dun, 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 uh. What's that song where you did it with the... Um, Aeson? No, it's the white guy and a black girl. Oh, Dependency. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, that was what? the first time I was ever on TV, by the way. Bro, what's the line you said? Something, um... How can I'm trying to win, though. Yeah, show me the door. But this is what I'm saying. You only show me the door. Bro, do you know what's so crazy? Like, because I did that on on that kind of song, people are respecting that bar, bro. So when I did the Daily Duppy, these things stick in my mind, you know? When I did the Daily Duppy, I did it again just in another way. Man, I'm like, that bar is so crazy. I said, I said that eight years ago. (laughs) Do you get get what I'm saying, though? Even on Bestie, bro, like, man, I say, oh, Bestie's a commercial. I'm going in, you know? I said I got notes, I get P. I really had Madison in the fucking Addison Lee, took it to the bro. I'm going in. Even when I'm I was conscious of before I did the many men thing, I said, Yeah, I know she loved this young buck, many men. Yeah. yeah. Even when before I did the hey girl, what's good? I said, um, Jules on they know me, hey girl, what's good? From the Santana. Bro, I was I was word playing, bro. But they they're like, oh, it's commercial. What's, what's, what's that other line you say? Something about gym, something um he said in that same dependency sign, but saying Jim, like saying, bro, bro, it's. I actually don't remember that verse off, off like. Bro, that verse. That verse. You did two verses on it, innit? Two verses, yeah. Bro, they were crazy. Yeah. That song, I, I really like that song. song I really, was really like crazy. That song. Like, like I said, that's the first time I was on TV. But that's when I said to myself, like, I, you're not being appreciated, bro. Because mm. I, like, that, those ain't, those ain't, like, it's creativity in it. Like, you can't just, like, think, oh, okay, um, rhyming A with. Yeah. They and say and there, bro. It's crazy, man. And then also, like, let's quick, let's go on to the whole eight or nothing, bro. Like, I was. Mm-hmm. It's actually like I said when I did my interview with Tef. 
I didn't even clock. He was like saying, yeah, bro, yeah, Central C's been making music for a long time, which I knew. Yeah. I just didn't even remember Central C was even- On an eight or nine remix. remix. Yeah, yeah, man, like, bro, like, how did, I mean, you obviously told me off record, yeah, but how did, how did Central end up being on the remix and doing the video? Because he just did the, did the video part as well, innit? He shot yeah, a video. Yeah, so, so what happened is, the reason I've done the remix is the eight on that and is no, no radio was literally playing, playlist in the tune. But the tune was shelling off the streets. Uh, was performing at the unis, me and Bo, like, it was shelling. And obviously, like, I had Cracked and Corner around me. So I was around when 8 or 9, I mean, not 8 or 9, Don't Waste My Time was shelling. So I'm like, this is shelling, bro. Why are we not getting one extra? Or why are we not getting these playlists or whatever? So I said, I got to do something and do something massive that, that they have to playlist. And I wasn't taking no chances. So I'd done two official remixes. I'd done a street remix. This is how I had it in my head. And I did a remix of like the, the artists that you would say are, are stamped in the game, the bashies and do you know what I mean? That's how I had it. And I was going to do two separate remixes. The remix for the streets had section on it, etc. And then I did the other remix that had the bashy angel, do you know what I mean? Abashi's verse was crazy. Crazy. Enough, but, yeah. but then even when I've done that and even pulling that all together, you don't realise that at the time you're actually A&R in this. Like, to have to put all them artists on a song and just get all of these verses and that is madness, bro. That, that was a madness. And then going and filming it all separately. But that remix that... Um, I, so, sorry, I've done that. And then Krep said to me, Krep's a genius. I always got to give him his yeah. credit. He's a genius. He said to me, Youngs, Put the instrumental online. I said, why? Why would I put the instrumental online? I said, trust me, put the instrumental online. People, the more people do remixes to it, the bigger the song becomes, you know? So I put the I put the instrumental online. I think I said something like, like, do a remix or whatever, who does the hardest remix or repost or whatever it was at the time. And then I think I don't know who actually put it together, but then there was a remix that had Huss, uh, Central C. I wasn't, I wasn't even a part of that. They just done that themselves, put it together, and yeah, it was it was hard. That's the first time. No, that wasn't the first time I heard of Central C, actually. I heard of him before that. Um, I saw a freestyle of him before that, I think. But then he was on that as well. That that was actually a good remix, bro. Like, I had some big hitters on it, bro. Bro, when you, when you, when you, when you actually look back on it, it's mad, bro. Like, even like I said, I remember Angels, but Angel one was oh, hard as well. Yeah, my favorite. That was my favorite verse. Yeah, the way he came in. Because it was different. Yeah, he came in, meant it. Do you, do you, um, with your new project, yeah, what does it, what does it signify to you now, like in your career? Because, like, we can, we can scale back and say, look, wait, you haven't won a mobile yet, have you? No. Did you, you alluded to like, what's, what's going on with the mobiles, bro? Like, <laughs> you've had, like, no. you've had, you've had over a, I've only ever been nominated? nominated twice. But you never won that like, best song, even when Bestie was. No, I wasn't even nominated for best rap that year. Seriously? Or best male. Have you ever, like, I don't know, like, oh, like tried to find out you don't care like that? I'm at the point I don't care, bro. At the time, like, when I first coming up, and I, of course I wanted to be nominated for a mobile, I wanted to win a mobile. It, it meant a lot to man coming up because that's, that's what our thing is. Yeah. You know what I mean? The mobile, you see the mobiles on TV, get me, like, that was our thing. Even when Cretton Conan won it, bro. Like, that was a massive thing, bro. Like, massive thing for us, bro. So, but as the years gone on and I realised all the politics and all that, all that, like, rubbish and all that, like, I, I don't give a shit anymore, bro. Like, 
for me, as long as I'm doing well, I knew how big Bestie was. I knew how I knew how big I was that year. Do you know what wait, I mean? Wait, 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 Bestie was at two, was 2017. I done two tours that year. So what so what else? What other big songs out of that year? That I did, or no, 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 I, just, just, just Huss, Huss won it with Did You See, which is fair. Okay. He won it with Did You See, which is fair. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But the fact statistically, it wasn't bigger though. Then, then I, I don't then think. I, I don't think. I don't, I don't know. I don't know his numbers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it it was fair. I lost to that. That's fine, yeah. bro. But it was the fact that that year yeah. I had a I had a a great year, bro. Like there's other things I could have been nominated for. Yeah. Even a year after, I had a good year. Like do you know what I mean? So. But like I said, bro, if I get into every minute, oh, why am I nominated for that? Or why am I nominated for that? Mm. Like, bro, I'll be, I'll, I'll be here crying all day, man. <laughs> cool. On this track here, could you break down on the project, Make It Out? Make It Out. Boy, how, how did that? So that's that's Quincy Tellum, uh, producer on. That's that's a bit different to what Quincy usually produces as well. He played He played it in the studio and I was like, oh, this is... This is a vibe, like it was going through beats. Um, but yeah, actually that that track's actually a follow-up um to the track before that Boys in the Hood. Um so Boys in the Hood, I'm basically talking like from a perspective of someone that's grown up in the ends that is kind of trapped. Like that that's why I would say that one's a bit more storytelling. Obviously, I've got Avelino on that. Um but yeah, so Boys in the Hood is kind of like from someone in the perspective of trapped in the hood, can't see out. And then make it out is kind of the opposite of that, of me being on the other side of that and seeing it from the other side. Me seeing it both sides, but from the other side. So that's how I made it out, come out, come out. So. Did you know one was going to come before the other, or was it just like one yeah. pump? Yeah, I already had Boys in the Hood. So when I started writing Make It Out, I had that in my head, like, oh, this can go after Boys in the Hood. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I done it, done the hook. I sang the hook, and then the hook, like, my singing ain't, ain't great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then I got the vocalist behind it. Nah, it's a great song, man. Shout out to the vocalist, man. Do, <laughs> <laughs> Do that thing. Um, <laughs> get, okay, cool, bro. So, look, okay, so we haven't heard you crept a corner for a hot minute, right? Yeah. Um, how long has it been since you guys actually done a track together? Black and Red was the last time we done a track together. That long? Yeah. Wait, how many years ago is that then? 2014. Uh, you're kidding me. Yeah. Eight years. Eight years. Actually, no, I'm lying, actually. we. It wasn't me, just me, Crack and Conan, but we done a, a remix for Western. What show was together. that? Together. Maybe, uh, what what Western song was that again? Um, she's a banger, bro. I went crazy on that tune as well. What tune was that again? I forgot the name of the tune. Someone in the comments will let us know. Or you'll, or you'll probably remember. Yeah, that's so bad because that, that was actually my tune. What, what was the song called? I think it's called... Yo, Ham's not even gonna step in. Come down. Come down. Oh, I was about to say something come. Make <laughs> my luck. Bro, banger. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. the last time we cut the corner that I to go. It's like eight years. Okay, so that's the last time. Mm. But we now get it, right? So for you, dude, like, has it has it been in your mind? Like, cause I mean, like you lot are brothers, isn't it? So yeah, you finally come together, like, so how does that come to come about? Is it you reach out, they reach out, is it just a, you're in the studio randomly? Yeah, so that that I think Crep hit man and said, yo, like, I've got a tune, I think I think it it's the one we need like basically I think there's a lot of pressure of me me Crep and Connor and doing the tune together. Every every tune we did before was so punchline heavy, crazy, fun. But we was doing three, four, five tunes together 
back then. So we was working together all the time where people thought we was a trio because we was working together so much. And you were playing, and you're biased. And I played play dirty, play do you that, get me? Yeah. So um, I think because we didn't do one for so long, the pressure of what a Crept and Conan Young and song is, do you know what I mean? It was, but Crept hit man and said, yo, I think I got one. For, like, it'll, it'll, it'll work. And then it just fitted my project perfectly. Um, so yeah, he sent it over production. Um, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, this is perfect. And my brother had just died at the time. So obviously the song's called Trials and Tribulations. And it just, it just fit, it was just the right time, bro. And, um, Obviously, you know, Crep Connor has been through their fair share, Childhood Tribulations yeah. as well. So I think that was an important song for us to do as well. Um, in a weird way, I always saw that, I saw, always saw in my mind when we did a tune again together, it was going to be crazy, craziest lyrical song you ever heard in your life. Um, but I'm glad it was this, the first song we've done together in such a long time. That, that, it, it, it means a lot, this one. And that's crept on the hook, right? It's crept on the hook, yeah. Yeah. When you when you when people hear it, it's it's a new it's yeah, a new style he's yeah, using. Yeah. I like it though. Like it 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 really for me anyway, it captured the emotion. Um production was hard as well. So the production was Swan and Adot. So I've never heard of Swan. Swan. Swan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Swan. That's the first thing I've actually done with him as well. Okay. He's cold. It's cold. Bro, let me. So, okay, look. So, your daily duppy, goat talk, crazy, right? Yeah. We were talking about this off mic. Yeah. Did you, when you go so hard with your pen, yeah, mm. is that for you just to show your skill, or is it that you want people to acknowledge how good you are? Because I feel like sometimes the lyricism or the level that you're at, it's not being reflected in like mainstream conversations. Do you think people actually care about like lyrics now, or is it not that important? Yeah, I don't. I don't they say they care, but they don't really care, man. Like, I think. I think. There's a selected few obviously care, do you know what I mean? But I re not I don't want to say I realise that when I drop this daily duppy that they don't care, but the people that need to care care. The people that need to care, like cared when I did that. Because I knew I had to come back with the daily duppy. I had to. Because that's what uh, a young and fan coming up knows me for, you know? Um so that was important for me to come back. And show that. And I think I said this before to someone like people thought I lost that. But that it was never that. Like I was just on a, a different path. I had a different vision. And I was still boring still, but maybe if a song's got a singer on it, it, it's not the same. People don't take it as the same, you know. Um but yeah. Okay. And that was important for me to start with that. Alright, so you know rappers want to say that. Do you think you're the best or you never say that? If you're going I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to create problems. But you know, every are like, I think, like, I think he's one of the. I think he's the best. That's like, crazy. Yeah, I've, I've, I've special with it. Mm. Do you? Do you sometimes think I'm really up there, or do you think you're like? Do you think you got the best pen? I, I, I think I'm the coldest for me. Mm. Like, that's that's. That, I think I got the best daily duffy. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this current one. Yeah. How many have you done? Once, I leave it as that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, do you know what? I said that it, for different ways. I think lyrically, I've got the best daily duffy. Well, okay, so Fredo's my second favorite. You read after oh. mine, Fredo. Fredo daily duffy's crazy, bro. See, I don't want to sort that Fredo. You're hard still. Fredo though, over like daily duffy's crazy, bro. And then and then gets his ones in there. 
Like, there's some crazy ones, but I'm just saying for me. For you, yeah. For so, so that's why I'm saying, lyrically, I think mine is the best. Yeah. But, Retro probably hear that, guys. We're dumb, like. I was going to say, I, yeah, got yeah. The, I got the best yeah. AW, but it's just what I feel like. I'm saying some crazy things, bro, man. What do you, what do you think is the more part that goes over people's heads the most, though? In your daily Duffy? In my daily I don't. Yeah, I think because we got the... Oh, you got the... You got the... Yeah, like, I think that's that's what made people realise maybe the level I'm at. Mm. If I did that maybe in a behind bars or... A, like, I even done a behind bars a few years ago when I dropped Project Purple. And I was saying some things, bro, that I think people weren't really... But maybe I, if I did it in the Daily Duffy, they would have... Yeah. It would have gone, you know, but so, I don't think anything really went over people's head. Ham, what was he saying the other day? That we were saying a bar that's gone over everyone's head in Daily Duffy. And uh, the Oh, that, yeah. Oh. That's that's one of my favourite bars in the whole thing. What's the line he said? I say, um, I say, oh, how can I forget? Um, I say, I say something about, What did I say? <laughs> I, I, I know I know what the end bar is, the growing pains bar, but certain man was on my level and they got, but certain man was on my level, but they got stage, certain man were on my level, but they got stage threat. Must be growing pains. We ain't reached the same heights. Right. Like that, that bar for me, it's just a normal bar, but it's a, like it's a bar. Like, it's you know intricate, what I mean? It's intricate though. Yeah, it? I, I like that. Maybe that first, the first line is not how I said it, but um, yeah, that bar's crazy. Uh, Chris girls snoop around me like I'm Marlo Stanfield. That was hard, but I think a lot of people didn't get it. Wait, wait, say that again. I don't feel like wait. I said Chris girls snoop around me like I'm Marlo Stanfield. Have you watched wait. The Wire? Nah, I haven't yeah, watched that's it. what I'm saying. It's The Wire. So Marlo Stanfield in The Wire, he um his crew is shooters and that. It's called mm. Chris and Snoop. I don't heard of Snoop. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I said Chris girls snoop around me like I'm Marlo Stanfield. So I think unless you're a Wire fan, like, bro, just get into the mind of someone who, who makes music. Yeah. Like when you come together with this project, right? And you're you're cultivating your bars, like where do you draw it from? Like, cause even just you just doing it, I'm thinking, bro, that does to draw so many words is it mm. the average human being doesn't tap into that type of frequency. So mm. are you the kind of person that like, you're in the studio, you have to zone out? Are you at home? Are you in a car? Do you freestyle it in the booth? Yeah, no, like sound like days after I, I I couldn't freestyle it in the booth. I'm not going to lie and be like, yeah, that was off the dome. Mm -hmm. that, it was off the dome. So like, yeah, like when I'm just putting that together, I feel like when I'm on, on a roll like that in the bag, I just I just make sure I don't go home until I finish it. Because I'm such in a line after line after line, I'm, I'm in a bag. I just make sure I just stay in, just, you know, until I finish it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's not every time. You don't, you don't, you know, I don't get on a run like that every time. <laughs> And bro, let me ask you this here. So, like, we, obviously, there's there's things that stay private, but I do think. Um, how many years in the, in the game do you think you've been in now? Is it ten years? You done your ten years now, or is it nine? No, it's my eleventh year. Eleventh year, mm. crazy, right? So, there's a lot of learning, right? There's no manual to this thing, is there? No, there's not. And if there is, we're not giving it, right? Yeah, of course. So I always like to ask people what the lessons learned, yeah, but like, what, yeah, what what lessons would you share? with artists today. Because remember the game today now is not what it was when we came in. Mm. Bro, we was on free down, down on my mixtape. Yeah. Get me China, just get things, get things into um, HMV, yeah, the physicals. Yeah. So um, actually, let me leave it to you like this, bro, yeah. Um, 
do you think the label, the major label system works for um, artists like yourself? If you're new, would you, would you sign a deal? If, the, if you had a hot record today, would you sign, would you sign a deal? Would you? No, if I, if I had a hot record today, I, if I had eight or nine today, I wouldn't have signed. Okay, so the, today. So that for the untrained ear, they're going to say, but why? You can go get a big bag like, yeah, 200, 300 bag. For, why would you not do that then? That money runs out. Okay. Being a rapper, that money runs out, you know? Like, when you look at it like this, when, you, when, you're, when you're a rapper, it's what a lot of people don't understand as well. When you're a rapper and you shoot to a level of fame, you don't have a normal life no more. That's, that's a, just a reality. What down the road people know who you are? Someone like me, I lived, I lived in the middle of my estate. The estate I grew up in, I lived in the middle of the estate. You couldn't come to that estate and not be standing outside my house. So at the time when I signed, I had to sign. Do you get me? I, at that point, actually, I had already moved out. I was like living in a hostel and I already had like a little flat or whatever, but that was still my base. That was, I was in the, in the middle of the estate. Do you get me? So for me, when I signed, I had to sign. I had to sign at the time because I was still, I was blowing up. And to me, that was the only, we didn't know how to make independent money then. Do you know what I mean? So for me, yeah, when I signed, I had to sign, but now it's a different thing. Now you you put out a massive song, Eight or Nine comes now, and I, I know I can put that song on Spotify, I'm, I'm good. Mm. I'm good, like, do you hear me? Every month I'll see a certain bag, I can move out the hood, do you get what I mean? And I own that song, do you get me? So it's just different times. Like, I get why people signed, I get why people signed in my time. Mm -hmm. I still get why people sign now. Don't get twisted, but but let's be real. Right? The back end is not really calculate sometimes. Of course, of Do course it me? doesn't. And that's and I think say to interject, bro. Mm. I think when uh, the pandemic hit, I think that's when a lot of artists actually had time to say, okay, cool. I'm not doing a show, mm. so that maybe like five to ten racks for PA is not happening. Festivals are shut down. Mm. No one can move anywhere. And all your assets are, 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 are either like clothes or mm, cars yeah. or depreciating value. Yeah. And then you're looking and you're thinking like, right. When like, the pandemic started, I had three whips. Three whips. You got rid of them? Three whips during the pandemic? I'm not driving? I said, <laughs> yo, Mercedes. <laughs> what we did? But I was in a contract. That, that, that you could have done. How, how hard was the pandemic for you? Because uh, you, you, you do... You do PAs, you still get around. Not during the pandemic though. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying how, did, how did it affect you then? Uh, yeah, it affected me massively, bro. Massively. Um, I was uh, every week, I, was, I went out and I made money. I was watching some 50 Cent thing the other day. He said, you're not rich until you're making money. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah. I realised. I'm not. <laughs> no, I have to go out and make money. Don't, obviously, I make royalties and yeah. PRS or whatever. But, um, and other things just... Mm -hmm. But we're talking about music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a hit because I was on the road performing all the time. Do you know you, what I mean? So you, I think you weren't prepared for it. No one was really prepared for it. No, no, no. Did you panic? I, I was prepared like, I've probably done about three shows in the last two years. But is there ever any, any panic or anxiety? Like, this is just like... Yeah, of course. Of course, bro. Like if anyone, bro, if you're if you're an artist and your main uh, income is music, bro, and they put a freeze on it like that, and you're signed, obviously if you're independent, you still part of music and make money. 
but you're signed. It's a very different thing, bro. Like the numbers I would have had to have done to actually make mad real money putting out music, I would have had to done absolute madness mm. during the pandemic. Like, and when I'm talking madness, I'm talking bestie again madness. Crazy. To make real money, like don't you, you make money, but to make real money, like life changing money, where you could be independent and, and not even have to make nowhere near bestie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd be seeing a few, yeah, like it's, we make a good few racks a month or whatever, just like every month. Yeah. But, I, let me be real. How I look at it like this, yeah? Signing a record doing it about the bag, it's about the team and it's about the deal. That's that's for me. Now, now I've grown up and I've learned this. It's about the team and the deal. Even when I signed, I didn't sign uh, because I was signing to Sony. I signed because the A&R rated me. He was a fan of me, believed in me. Uh, his name's Barry Burt, so big, big him up. Um, he actually um, ended up leaving Sony uh, couple years into or even a year into signing me he still A&R'd me for a certain amount of time um, but I signed because of Barry that's why I signed Sony have been amazing with me like I've had amazing people on my team um, the head of my label now he wasn't the guy that signed me but he's the head of the label now Dave Donnymore. He he's never been like no young and we're not mm -hmm. doing that like he's if I ask for something he's always given it to me you know what I mean so he's always been cool but as time's gone on, when I, what, what I know now and what I knew when I signed is two different things. But at the time, we went back to 2015. Would I have signed again? 100%. Because I needed to sign. You probably put in a key man clause in that contract. Huh? You probably put a key man clause in that contract. <laughs> yeah. like but like I said, like it's all it's all about like, like it's all about, I've, I, there was a rumor that I got dropped. Man was telling me, oh yeah, I heard you got dropped. Me, I haven't dropped. Really? No, I heard that actually. No, no, no. I think I had the same rumor. Yeah, well. the rumor I got dropped. Do you know where that came from? God knows, bro. Yeah, that's mine. But but then, like I said, like I've I've always had. Wait, wait, bro, bro. So let me just cut in there. Yeah, it'll be mad for a label to drop an asset that's profitable. Do you get what I'm saying? Why, yeah, why would you drop? Like, yeah, why, you got something that's in, in the in the green, not in the black. No, in the black, not in the red. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I was a bit, it was a bit weird when, when I was hearing do, that. But do you think that's more like just again, not going to the negative, where people are just trying to like just like almost like not rate your thing, just trying to say, oh yeah, he's done out, he's been dropped. That's why yeah. I don't know because I, I, yeah. I did hear it. I figured yeah, yeah, probably, bro. But before this this run, I've had of me coming out releasing Passionate and Paranoid. The only song I dropped, I dropped two songs. I, last song I dropped before that was Comfortable. 10 million views, my own channel. Like, the label wouldn't have spent no crazy money on it or anything like that. And the next song I did after that was uh, Handsome with M24. And that was at the start of the pandemic. So my last two releases, nothing was like a drastic, like, oh my God, they've paid 100 grand for a, a single and it's gone bust. Like, do you get me? So it, it's just weird. It's weird when when people say things like that, but. No, that's good. So bro, with this project, so it comes out on February the 11th. Yeah. Right. Hopefully we're going to get a tour. Yeah. Bro, so like now you're kind of like a bit behind. You got to do Project Purple. Yeah. But then yeah. I got bank, and then I got tunes to perform. You know, you know one thing I realised, um, which is sick about having just, just your own tours. Yeah? This is, this is why a tour has always been so important to me. 
I got a tune called Cuffing Season, right? Mm-hmm. You know that tune, right? Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I got a tune called Cuffing Season. And when that come out, bro, the views wasn't crazy, bro. Even now, I don't think the views is crazy. Streaming-wise, I think it done all right, but views wasn't crazy. And I remember feeling like it was a flop until I performed it on tour. And then that's when I realised, yo, like, some 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 tunes are just for your fans, like, for your your supporters. And I do that tune, it shuts down as much as Take My Number on tour. I'll show you a video after. Shuts down as much as Take My Number, bro. Singing it word for word. And I was just like, that's mad. Like, that just, that just gave me confidence. Every time I tour, I'm performing all my tunes, man. Like, but because you just go there and you, sometimes you think, yo, let me perform the hits or, do you know what I mean? But they, some people are coming out for cuffing season. Like, yeah, man. So. It's, it's mad. It is mad, bro. Because I think everyone's, I think as an artist, it's like we, even, even online platforms, you look and see how your views are performing and you're thinking, right, it doesn't, it can make you feel like. At this point now, yeah, I'll never say I don't care about numbers because I do. Mm-hmm. Now I'll be lying if I say I don't care about numbers. But at this point, I'm never looking at my numbers and being scared. Never now. Never. Because I always say to people, in between Take My Number, which is a massive record, and in between Bestie, I had Do It Right, which grew to be a sick, massive song for me performing. But the numbers are nowhere near Bestie and, and Take My Number. Nowhere near. Do you know what I mean? Then after that, I had All Night with Mr. Easy. Numbers are good, but not crazy. And then I go and do bad straight after that. And... It's a platinum record. Every, if every time the numbers don't hit like the last one and you panic, you would never like, do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't, you can't watch that, man. Just Someone said to me one time, uh, yo, if one song don't go off, just drop again. Say that again? If, if, if you drop a tune, it don't go off, just drop again. That's true, bro. Now we're in the time of streaming. Mm. If you drop a tune, it don't go off, just drop again. But do you know, if, okay, and I, I'm with that, but is that more of an independent, you can do as you want? Yeah, that's... The freedom to just... Yeah. Without the pressure. Whereas now it's like... I don't have... Bro, maybe there is... I don't know. Maybe. You don't have no pressure releasing this? No. Because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, on the real though, like... You're not bro, like if, if, if... We're in a time... Like I said, we're in a time of streaming, bro. Like, it's not a time of trying to get the most sales in in a week. Don't get me wrong, like charting high would be amazing, bro. Never, I don't want to be that guy and say I don't care about charting. I do care, bro. Like, but if it doesn't chart mad and people are rating it, that's what I care about, bro. I'll go and perform to 5,000 people and they're singing my tunes. Like, why do I care, bro? Mm. Do you get me? Like, in, in actuality, like, but like I said, I always want to still do the best I want to do in the numbers. I want to be the most successful for my life. Do you know what I mean? I want to be the biggest. I want to, be global, I wanna, of course, but the quality is more important to me first now. Do you know what I mean? And I'm gonna, I've always made, I don't want people to ever get blurred and think, oh, when I was doing Craig David, Intimate with Craig David and them records, that was the label making me do that. Bro, I like Craig David. Yeah, you've been a fan, yeah, remember you I'm a fan, bro. I wanna do Intimate with Craig David, bro. Like, don't get twisted. And people, people sometimes get blurred that, there can be different sides to an artist, man. An artist can do everything. Like, do you know what I mean? The biggest artist in, our, in, our, in the world, the biggest rapper in the world, Drake, does everything, bro. Yeah. Do you get me? So like, if you don't like my Craig David songs, don't listen to it, bro. If you like my Batmobile Young, then listen to that, bro. But now I'm going to make um, 
a proper effort of trying to balance it and doing both. Do you get me? Yeah, it's not. So. Um, I think in closing, because I've had you here way longer than you should have been. <laughs> get me? And shout out to RT as well. Shout out to RT. L-A-R-T. But um, thank you for like, helping to facilitate. Um, well, and this is this is the part where I say like kind of like what I think. Um, I think it's kind of important. Now, like a lot of times, people like to ask questions, and mm. it's easy. You just you know you say something. But I've always I've always rated your music. Thank you. Always like, do you get me? And yeah, like, and, and and you're a special talent, bro. Because I know what you do, not many or if any can do. So it's it's to me it's always been a clear. Um, indication and I bro like Project Purple like, I, and I'll be real bro I remember when it came I don't think it, did, it didn't do too well did it chart wise right no and I think I remember I think that's just the period people started talking about sales and all this and that right mm. but then even that bro like not not much things wind me up but Project Purple I know why I put out Project Purple yeah like I said I never want to get into politics or I don't believe in that. I believe some things are meant to stay behind the scenes, yeah? Facts. But I know why I put out Project Purple, yeah? The song I pushed on Project Purple, done well. Comfortable, yeah? Um, but I remember some someone posted something about Project Purple. I forgot who it, I forgot who it was, but someone posted something about Project Purple and, num and the numbers on it. And I think it was a blog page or something, and I didn't follow the blog page. So someone said, one of my friends has sent it to me. Like, why are they, why are they always on you? And they basically said something about the numbers or numbers are not being the same as black and red or something like that. I, I remember that's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah, I forgot where it actually was, yeah. Bro, when I went platinum with Bestie, man wasn't posting that, bro. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. When Take My Numbers done 20 odd million views on my own channel, man ain't posting that. Um, comfortable doing 10 million views on my own channel when I supposedly fell off because that comfortable on Project Purple mm. man ain't posting that man are not getting 10 million views on their own channel bro it's very rare bro super like, rare don't get me wrong like people like the young G's coming through Central C all that they're killing it bro and man's, I'm genuinely happy for the new generation it's exciting bro yeah but it's hard to do these numbers on your own channel, bro. Like in in general, just do these numbers in general, even mm -hmm. on, on other channels. But people won't post that. They'll post, oh, I think young and, but you actually don't know why I've done Project Purple. I didn't do no marketing for Project Purple. I didn't do nothing. I did one interview with Westwood because Westwood hit me. I was like, all right, cool. Mm. I didn't do anything. Me and you would have sat down. You know you're my guy. Mm. Like, so like I said, some things... I meant to stay behind the scenes. Also, like I said to you, I think, I, I don't know if I said it on camera or off camera, but I didn't want to just- Fill it with all the other tunes. Fill it with all the other tunes. And it was very easy for me to do that. To get me like, cause I had to take my number. There. And if I put all them songs in the project, put it out, it probably would have done numbers. <laughs> like in, in reality- Put it in, it's probably put maybe with just one extra. Yeah, but there's there's supporters of Youngin that want new Youngin, bro. Yeah. Like, to get me? So at the time, they were the new tunes I put together in a project and put out. This project here, Passionate and Paranoid, this is me during the pandemic. This is me losing my brother, losing one of my best friends, losing my granddad. I was, when I first was going to press go on this campaign, my granddad died. So I'm just like, do you get me? But this is all of that 
together, do you know what I mean? And and still being so passionate about the music, still wanting to be one of the best just for myself. That's why even my, my feature choices on it, I've got Cretan and Conan, who I who I believe are top five in the in the UK. That's a fact. Gets, who I believe is one of the greatest things to ever come out of our country. Gets is the one of the reasons man wanted to be sick, fam. When he's outside his yard or risky rolls, I think yeah. it was his yard anyway, going crazy with a chip tooth. Yeah, yeah, he was on Bro, it. Bro, having him, Avelino, who I think is the most unappreciated rapper of this generation, of my generation, put put us all together on a project. This is a rap project. There's not one girl song on this Younger project. So all the, yo, Younger, bro, what you doing, girl? Cheers, that. Listen to Passionate Paradise. That's <laughs> nah, a fact, man. But my bro, I'm gonna leave it there, man. Listen, I think, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the project, bro. I did. I listened to it. It's um. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. What younger do you prefer? In terms of just in in general, what younger do you prefer? Can you said what did you say your favorite tune is off this? Um, make it out. Oh, okay. Um, I liked. I like comes in freeze. Okay. Um, I'm trying to. I like the Tom Brady, bro. Do you know what it is, bro? I, I'm gonna say, I don't want to sound like, bro. I just, I like you and everything, because you always deliver. Thank you. So I don't. Sometimes you have to wait for the beat and be like, oh, is it, is it, bro? Like I can't. I'll be honest. I can't remember a song, and I, and I won't. I'll be like, yo, young. I think. Yeah, yeah I think you missed on it. I can't tell you one, bro. So that's why for me, it's just like, which one do I like it more than yeah. the other one? So for me, yeah, like that's what I even said, like even with Project Purple, bro. I remember. My memory for names on tunes on tap. But I remember there were songs on there that I really liked, bro. Yeah. So I remember when that came, I was thinking like, bro, like people acting like this ain't good. Mm. I was like, this is good, man. So but yeah. But then even like, sorry to keep going back to it, but even like Project Purple, I look back and like, I wish I shot a video for Expensive. Like I had a tune on there called Expensive that I wish I shot a video for. But I know now if, if I go and perform that song, I know, do you get me? Because I could just felt the traction of, of what songs people was gravitating to when it, when it come out. But it's in hindsight, isn't it? Like, um, I know why I didn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man. But I, I, I like to ask that because, like, what what young and the people prefer? Because it's easy to say, bro, I miss you rapping, man. Your daily duffy's the coldest. Mm. Like, but then the daily duffy don't do the same numbers as a bestie. Not even a bestie. No, a bestie. Bestie's a man. Mm-hmm. Don't do the same numbers. Take my number. Do you get me? Or so I, I just, I just like to see where. Do you know what I mean? What what people enjoy and what what do you know what I mean? It's a whole night, but bro, you know your music travels places that you will never touch, bro. Exactly. And that's 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 where it comes down to. Exactly. But yeah, man, Young and Listen definitely one of the best artists um, in the last ten years, bro. Yeah, you, bro. So I don't think there's any doubt if they want to die. And look, bro, this is the thing: is this year, if if we were to go by stats, there's very few can have the same stats as you. Mm-hmm. If you were to go by like the pen, there's very like so you're 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 an elite, bro. And I think that's just to me, that's the be all end all. Elite, every time being around you, always positive vibes, man. So you're definitely one of those people I want to see win. So Thank you, bro. Bro, younger man, I know it's been a mad, mad year, but bro, <laughs> you delivered on this one as always, man. So I want to thank you for my time, my brother. Respect, brother, man. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 